0: And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631 390 9050. That's 631 390 9050. APB.
1: I'm Rosa Mendez, and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast.
0: Monty and Pharaoh. I had the best time
2: ever. Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Pharaoh, Daddy, and Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time.
0: I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what?
2: What else would we do? We're
0: almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man, yeah. we need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join a team as a Monty and Faro member? Nudity is out of the question.
1: Any other ideas?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, but what I I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's, You know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show, because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day, and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You got to be a member, because this is what the members get. They get... Free content that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in. Right. Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage or right our own page. Yeah. And shoot us an email and say, hey man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And boy, that's on. We give them
1: their choice.
0: That's right. We rock. We do rock. You need to rock
1: too. Join. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the After Show found here only on the Monty and the Faro channels. Well, today is May 6th. Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo, and I had a great opportunity. I went down to the studios in Long Island and got to hang out with Monty and the Pharaoh and a bunch of other cool wrestlers, and we'll talk about that in the second segment. But what a great day. I dragged my father down there to meet these guys. It was We had a blast. I'll tell you the stories in just a couple minutes. But first, I got to send a really, really special thanks out to Mike and Jimmy. You know, guys, it was so good to see you guys yesterday. I haven't seen you guys in months. You know, Mike, I get to talk to you a few times a week. Jimmy, you know, we, we don't get to talk on the phone as much because you're not really big big into that. But, you know, it's it, as soon as I see you in person, it's like no time has has lapsed and... It was great catching up with you guys, yeah, Jimmy. I really appreciate all the pieces of advice you give me when it comes to doing this broadcast and and learning new things. I thank you, and and Mike, you're you're there every week giving me uh you know little pointers and little ideas on things we we got to do to grow and and keep this going. You know I, I can't thank you enough. So let's do this first. We're gonna plug Money in the Pharaoh show. Money in the Pharaoh can be found every Thursday on YouTube facebook and twitch live at 9 p.m and also on the intuitive app you can also find them streaming on spotify itunes apple music podbeam and virtually everywhere you you get your local podcast you know what wherever you can find the money in the pharaoh show you can probably find eso and the after show so but yeah i what a great day yesterday i it was so cool hanging out with all the, these old school wrestlers and who, my father had a blast hanging out with tommy rich and sunny beach and but well, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more in, in a second i uh so obviously you know we're gonna go through through yesterday cinco Day mayo but we're also gonna go through a couple other cool things i got tommy rich to autograph this magazine for me and i got the raging Bull manny fernandez to autograph this article for me and now we're gonna take this article from wrestling's main event and we're gonna actually talk about it in the the third section of the of the show tonight so can't wait to do that such a cool cool dude But all, all these guys they were so down to earth they were so much fun to be around and the interviews <laughs> you got to check them out they're available on all the money and the pharaoh channels out there <clears throat> I have to give a special shout out to a friend of mine, Ms. Raven Hyde, she's a streamer out there and she's been helping me get going and encouraging me to do a couple things with these and to get going with this upcoming uh, streaming of the history of pro wrestling video games that I'm going to be doing on Twitch and then reviewing the games actually on the, the, on the live shows coming up every Thursday. So looks like here's the tentative schedule. In about two weeks, we're going to start going live. The first wrestling game we're going to be doing is Bandai's uh, 1983 release of Tag Team Wrestling, available for the NES. What I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on an individual system at a time and then go on to the next system. So for the first nine weeks, it's going to be really focusing on the Nintendo Entertainment System that was released in America in 1985. So the first game was released in 1983, but it was for the Famicom, which was over in Japan. And that was the tag team wrestling, but it was available at release in America. And then week two, we're going to be doing the muscle game, M-U-S-C-L-E. Those are those little figures, <laughs> wrestling figures. They were pretty cool. They were cheap. They were like two bucks for 10 of them. Uh, great little collectible. I used to have a few. Not. I don't have any of those in, in any of my wrestling collections at this point, though. Uh, week three, we're going to do one of my favorite games for the NES, and that was Pro Wrestling that was released in 1986, and that was from N- Nintendo themselves. Then the first uh, WWF-backed game, which was WrestleMania, that was released in 1989. I remember begging my parents for that. We had to travel all over to find that game. It was so hard to find, and I had called this uh, Toy Story, and they put one aside for me, and I got up there and I, I got it. It was the last one available. There were people offering to pay me more money than what we had paid for it, but there was no way I was giving up that game. <laughs> it was the first WWF game. Wow. Yeah, I think I was 12 when I came out. <laughs> um, next week, next week week five, we're going to do Tecmo Wrestling. Probably the best wrestling game that was available on the system. Uh, released in 1990. Then you had WrestleMania Challenge, also re- uh yeah wrestlemania challenge also released in 1990 we're going to do that week six we have wcw's world championship wrestling also released in 1990 that's going to be week seven we have wrestlemania steel cage challenge week eight that was released in 1992 and then f- the final release for the nes was wws king of the ring released in 1993 so cool i can't wait and- we're getting closer and closer to doing the live, not only these live streams on Twitch, but we're going to be going live on Thursday nights, which is going to be a lot more, a lot of fun being able to directly interact with the chat on air, also bringing some live guests. And hey, that's when the cool gaffes happen. And <laughs> that, that's part of the fun. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Cinco de Mayo down at Monty and the Pharaoh. We'll be right back.
0: Sir, ah Manscape, uh huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says weed whacker. <laughs> I'm scared.
2: Maven Manscape, what are you thinking about? Love Manscaped, it. dude, love what it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What? What don't I use it for? Put it this way: <laughs> the only hair <laughs> I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see, these wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. <laughs> that is it. That's all. That's all I have, and that's all I want. That's the So
0: manscaped is a must. We were talking before the show, there's nothing worse than just hair.
2: Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it.
0: I'm going to ask you a question. Uh Uh-oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. (laughs) Yes. Again, I (laughs) don't want you to have to admit this because we... As men, we try not to admit this, but if you're going to go do uh, the deed what, on a woman, I know would you rather doing? have her be hairless or a little hair,
2: racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full
0: retro bush? Well,
2: <laughs> racing stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass-balled, Mm. Then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. Oh, that's very interesting. interesting.
0: I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy so if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that.
2: If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah, you yeah. can see both sides. It's not. Like blinking lights on both sides I, of that landing? I just don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that as Gotcha. Well. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh, I gotta be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the ah. the, the older <laughs> I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, as I found as, it. I
0: found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is? Retro, Just absolutely. Like, Retro. Whoa. Wow, like, yeah, I'm 46, like it pops out.
2: Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, tr- I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage to get a Trooper, <laughs> yeah. he's a trooper. <laughs> gotta give him a yeah, name. Not all, all, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, there I know. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs>
0: I couldn't, I couldn't Super say, I couldn't say it. Well. If you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The Weed Whacker? Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the Weed Whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films if that's what you're getting. At. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, well, with that, we're gonna Jeremy take a quick Batman. commercial break anyway. and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven.
2: We will see you in a drop kick second. Uh. A dropkick second.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the after show found here only on the Monty and the Faro channels. What a day yesterday. Cinco de Mayo. I got to go down to the Monty and the Faro studios. It was great. So let's just talk about the day. So I actually took my father down there. What we did was I have a little little compact car. Didn't really want to take that. I didn't want to have my father put miles on his car. So I decided to go in a little bit of style and I rented an X5 to go down and so we could enjoy it a little bit and what a cool car it was a 2023 BMW X5 all the bells and whistles what a comfortable drive down there the only thing my only complaint is <laughs> you just touch that pedal and you're going 90 miles an hour it was crazy uh, but it was it was a really fun fun trip down there especially getting to spend some some time with my father i don't get to spend as much time with him as i'd like to so it was pretty cool we got down to the studio and uh, just um, jimmy and mike were there we got to hang out with them Uh, for a while. And then uh, I went outside with Jimmy while he was smoking a cigarette and we're just just chilling out. And guess what? Up pulls Manny Fernandez in his own truck from Oklahoma. He drove all the way out here from Oklahoma to Long Island. (laughs) Wow. That was pretty cool. And Jimmy was marking out. It was so, so cool to see him. He was like a little kid at that point seeing Manny Fernandez. He was so excited. Manny Fernandez doesn't do many uh, interviews are signing so for him to be out doing this was really really cool at that point tommy wildfire rich pulls up and he comes flying over to jimmy to give him a big hug and i get to get to meet him too and what, what a cool start to the start to the day we, we go inside and it, it, mike had uh gotten it catered we had some chicken franchise alla vodka salads pizza oh beer wine uh, soda, water, seltzers, whatever you wanted. You know, everything was, was there. It was, it was a fun, fun time. Got to meet Manny Fernandez's, his, his girlfriend, wife. I'm not sure what she was. And then, um, we, we were just chilling out in, in the room, hanging out. And then, uh, come to find out Eric Sims is going to be late. <laughs> so Marty, Marty's late. Eric, you're kind of a. Uh, standoffish dick in some ways i mean immediately first thing you say to me it's not hello it's hey uh, do you have a 3x shirt for me that wasn't exactly uh warm and fuzzy give me a warm and fuzzy feeling i'm not there for you i'm there for the wrestlers and i'm there for mike and jimmy i run my own show technically yeah I, i'm paying them to pay you to get these wrestlers there so you should be a little bit nicer to the people who kind of support you you know do me a favor. I gave you an awesome, awesome shirt, just like this one. Take a picture of you wearing it, maybe with some of the wrestlers, and send me a pic so that I can I can tag you and I can get some promotion out of it too. Because that was kind of the point of me bringing these shirts down. It wasn't just to give away. I wanted to get some some pics. This is my business I, that I run every day. But anyway, I, I don't want to go any farther into that. Uh, let's talk about some of the guys there. Obviously, Manny Fernandez, the Brazilian Bull. Manny Fernandez was awesome. Awesome to sit and talk with. He ended up signing this magazine for me, and when I brought this out, he was so excited. He hadn't th- thought or seen this in a long time, uh, and this was his feud with Wahoo McDaniel, and he got to tell me a couple stories of it. He, he said, you know, there was, it was a series, and he, he said he, he ended up making a mistake in telling Wahoo, uh, that's all you got? <laughs> and he started getting walloped with that thing to the point of where they had welts on them that lasted for months. You know, that's how tough Manny Fernandez was. He was brought in the old school way. And man, those guys, I would not mess with them. Manny Fernandez has a hip replacement, two knee replacements. He's got eye surgery. You know what? He's 65, 68 years old. I still would not mess with that man. He is uh, that that region bull Manny Fernandez, he is one tough SOB. Let's see. Then we got to Tommy Wildfire Rich. Man, what a fun time hanging out with him. He and my father seemed to hit it off. They were talking for for probably, yeah, it had to have been hours because we were filming there for five hours. So he, he definitely was there for, for quite a bit with him and just telling him stories and uh, what a cool time. I got, got a couple of pictures and Tommy signed a, a picture from his early career for me and so psyched. I can't wait to get that up on my wall. Uh, we had who else was there oh sunny beach i didn't realize it was sunny beach when he walked in i recognized him but i didn't recognize him and he had these uh, shirts that he was he was handing out for adp and then things started clicking in my head i was like oh wait that's that's sunny beach sunny beach when he retired opened up a security uh firm in long island and He's done very, very well for himself. And what a cool down-to-earth guy. He has so many stories to tell. I'd love to interview him one day, too, and just pick his brain a little bit more. That was the coolest part about being there. I mean, hearing some of these stories, these guys are talking about each other, you know, back and forth in, in the room. I, I wish I was recording. It was so cool. One of the funniest stories that, oh, I believe it was Sunny Beach was telling me. It was about Andre the Giant. And so they were going into an elevator and... They were going up a bunch, bunch of floors, and Andre the Giant let loose a quite a fart in the elevator, and now they're stuck in there for a bunch of floors. If you don't, if you remember the way the old school <laughs> elevators would go up, it would take a while to get up to like you know a, a high floor. Now, by the time they got up to the twentieth floor, <laughs> some of these guys were ready to puke. And what's Andre doing? <laughs> With that deep bellowing laugh, ah, oh, that was. St- there was so many I can't even remember. It's, there were so many stories these guys were telling back and forth. Hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? It was so cool. I, I'm there. There's a, a live show getting filmed in a room over that I can go and watch. But you know what? I'm having more fun hanging out with these old old school wrestlers. It was a, it was a blast. Uh, let's see. Marty Gennetti. <laughs> Dude, he is such a cool guy. And, Marty, thank you for calling that promo on my friends. I can't wait to show them that this weekend. Actually, guys, I will, uh, I'm will. i going to put that up in just a second. Hang on.
2: So you got MJ in the house like, here. That rocker known that you, as Martin Janetti. And I just wanted to come out saying word in the street is, tell me you're okay. And I, I can't wait to meet you. Jesse, word in the street, you're a dick. <laughs> but keep on rocking.
1: <laughs> How funny was that? <laughs> i can't wait to show i already sent it to my friend tommy i can't wait to get my friend jess's reaction this weekend that should be that should be fun and i didn't get a chance to get marty to, to sign this magazine because well i ended up filming the last show with mike and jimmy and tommy and manny and by the time it was over marty was had already left for the day marty val and uh eugene there um So Galvinus definitely a a pretty down to earth guy. Kind of kept to himself a little bit, but he's a tall SOB. Very, very nice guy. We would talk a little bit about him working out in Arizona at the dispensary. That was pretty cool. Um, Only only person that I can say anything really negative about, well, uh, outside of Sims, was uh, Eugene Densmore, Nick Densmore. He was a little bit off. I mean... um, gave him my iPad iPhone charger right away until my phone went dead. Then I needed it back. It was like an hour, hour plus later. It was enough for him to get through it through the night. Definitely with a charge. Uh, then I just trying to engage with him, you know, it's not his job to engage with me, whatever, but everybody else was very, very outgoing and engaging. And Nick just was a lot, lot more reserved. And I went in there and I, I just wanted to learn a little bit more about him and I was going to just ask a couple questions. Uh, but he just really kind of blew me off. And, uh, Was was just into his phone, which was fine. I mean, that that's the way it is, I guess. I mean, hey, (laughs) just wanted to ask you a couple questions, man. Not a big deal. I get it. You know, it's (laughs) we were all down there. Everybody else was having a good time interacting, and you just you kind of sat in the green room and off by yourself. You know, you should have come in. These old school wrestlers, they were a lot of fun, man. So, but uh, wow, what a great day it ended up. So the culmination of the night was I got to go in and sit for the interview with Tommy Wildfire, Rich, and Manny Fernandez. And, you know, I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask, but I, it was just so cool hearing these guys talk and listening to these stories that I, I just <laughs> sat there in, in awe of, of, of these legends sitting on the couch and really didn't get much of a chance to talk other than asking about uh, a Wahoo McDaniel question based on the interactions Manny and I had earlier in the day. But... Thank you Jimmy and Mike for letting me sit in uh, on that. It was so cool and getting to take pictures with with those guys. Wow. Um at that point everybody pretty much uh packed up and got out of there. Uh Darren was really cool. He was uh, he was representing Tommy and uh and, and Manny there. What an, he was a nice really nice dude. Uh definitely we we'll, we will get together. Uh we exchange numbers. So, you know, that was that was definitely definitely cool. These guys were heading down to something called 80s wrestling con down in New Jersey at Morristown today. Uh, looks like, uh, based on the stuff I've seen on the internet, it looks like it's a pretty pretty big success. I hope these guys make lots of money. And hey, I can't wait to see them again. Marty, I hope you like the pictures that I sent you. you know, we'll be, we'll definitely be in touch. Mike, Jimmy, I can't thank you guys enough for everything you do, for letting me have this show on your network, for, for keeping supporting me on this. And uh, I get, like I said, I, I just can't thank you guys enough. Well, on that note, we're going to get out of, not going to get out of here. We've got one more segment left, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to review the magazine that Manny Fernandez signed for me. I'm not going to go page by page like I do in the WWF magazines because we would be here for two hours. I just want to touch on some highlight articles and things like that. So on that note, we will be right back. The Monty and the Farrow Show is
0: brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PartyPupInfo, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of The After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Farrow Channel, another edition. Well, just welcome back to this segment. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to finish up this and head outside. Look how beautiful it is. We'll go try and catch some some sun while it's uh, while it's out there. What we're gonna go over this week is wrestling's main event from July 1989. I'm gonna take a break from WWF magazines this week, but I will be bringing them back again next week. The cover of this magazine, the mega breakup. Who's to blame? Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage's breakup. Who is who is to blame? <laughs> we'll talk about that again in a minute. Should the WWF fans trust rugged Ronnie Garvin? Will the brain busters be buried in the WWE or WWF? (laughs) Man, it's always hard to go back and forth between the two of those. Some advice for Kerry Von Erich. Texas ain't the world. Who is the ultimate challenger for the ultimate warrior? Well, opening up this magazine, I just got to show it off right away. Look at that guy on the left. That's a young Mick Foley, cactus Jack Manson, when he was in the WCCW. He has to be in his early, early 20s there. He might even be, he might even be 20. How crazy is that? First article I want to start talking about is advice for Kerry Von Erich. Texas ain't the world. At this point, WCCW, World Class Championship Wrestling, and the AWA joined forces because both were. Having trouble resisting the the national expansion of the WWF, and at that point the Turnerback, WCW. Oh yeah, at that point it had just it was about to be rebranded WCW. The, at this point, Kerry was chasing the AWA title, and AWA is on a little bit more of a national scale. And the way this magazine worked, it it really was K- in Captain K and it said, you know, is Kerry Von Erich ready for that big stage? Kerry had already been an NWA champion at this point. Of course he was ready. Soon he was going to be the Texas Tornado in WWF. (laughs) I'm not sure if this was before or after his car accident. Before, Kerry was so much better before his car accident when he lost his foot. So, And Lacey Von Erich, I'm a fan of Lacey Von Erich. I've had some interactions with her. She is an awesome, awesome person. And uh, Lacey, have a beer for me. I'll see you, girl. The next article we get into talks about one of the coolest tag teams of the 80s, the Bushwhackers. This is called the Bushwhackers, turning their backs on New Zealand. Can you really trust these guys? So this article says, after destroying the opponents in 37 countries, the Sheep Herders now come to America to rule over the tag team, and now they're known as the Bushwhackers. Basically, they the article talks about how they've been this... These crazy villains for so long, and now they come into the wWF and they're playing up to the fans and fans don't trust them they're gonna turn their backs on you, Luke and Butch are no good the no the bushwhackers were good, that was their gimmick there, that cartoony gimmick, and you know what it made those dudes a lot of money. I loved the bushwhackers, I enjoyed the sheepherders. I actually saw them wrestle a couple times, and yeah, they were violent, but overall, you know what I enjoyed the the bushwhackers more so. Way to go, guys. I just want to show this off. Everybody's heard of the infamous LaBelle. Check this out. He's trying to hawk some uh, wrestling video cassettes. And guess what? He's got them at a reduced price of $60 per cassette in 1989. (laughs) This dude was nuts. Go look up the history of him. He was the infamous LaBelle. Check out this wrestling convention from 89. That's pretty cool. I want to show off this this wrestling roundup, really focusing on one thing. Look at that bottom right-hand corner. Terry Taylor has been rebranded as the Red Rooster. This is in the Brooklyn Brawler days. Terry Taylor, spiked hair, dyed red, calling himself the Red Rooster. What a cocksucker. (laughs) That's funny. Why? What did he do backstage to be given that gimmick? That was out of all the gimmicks ever, ever gimmick, a, a a red rooster, a red rooster, really. Tell me what gimmick was wrong, please. I'd like I'd like somebody to let me know about that. that poor Terry Taylor there. That really was the end of his career. That that hurt him so badly. Next article that we want to talk about gets into the the all the King's Men, a musical res- retrospective, the King's other career. This talks about Jerry Lawler playing out at a lot of the local uh, fairs and things like that. And I really didn't know that he had his own band out there and he'd been playing out for a lot of years. It's called Jerry Lawler and the Nunneries. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Next article. Will the Brain Busters be buried in the WWF? No, they weren't buried in the WWF. This article talks about how a lot of times when these guys come in from other places that they're not really given the push that they deserve. Well, you know what? Arn and Tully were given that push that they were deserved They deserved and they did become the tag team champions. I believe it was twice. So way to go. I love the brain busters. I, I was a big fan of all the Heenan family. So <laughs> could do no wrong with me there. Next article. Who is the ultimate challenger for the ultimate warrior? Ultimate warrior was on that undefeated streak. And who is going to be the person who is going to take it from him will be Ted DiBiase, will it be Rick Rude, will it be Kurt Hennig, will it be, oh, who will it be, who will it be? Well, I believe it ended up being Rick Rick Rude. (laughs) Next article, Mega Breakup, Who's to Blame? Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. This was a pretty cool article. When you read it. It really it blames Hulk Hogan for the breakup is what it ultimately comes down to. But it the cool part about it is it was totally written like like how Jesse Ventura viewed the, the wrestling at that point. You know he kept calling Hulk Hogan a chump, the chumpian. <laughs> uh, what a great article that was! Pretty it was pretty funny. If you get a chance, you know absolutely, you know look in one of the archives and, and take a chance to read it. Now the reason that I am highlighting this magazine. This was the article that I had signed by Manny Fernandez. It was Death Feud. Manny Fernandez versus Wahoo McDaniel. Just gets into the, the actual feud and what's going on. And I got it signed and got some that inside story some inside stories about it. Of course, that my favorite was that one about Wahoo, him, him telling Wahoo, yeah, that's all you got. And him, Wahoo just started laying in deeper. And he started laying in deeper to Wahoo. And it just started going back and forth. And <laughs> they, they were hurting themselves for months. And this was going on, uh, he said, almost every day. So how crazy is that? Those dudes, whew, those were some tough bastards back then. I got to tell you, Manny Fernandez was uh, also such a genuinely nice guy. He really, really was. Thank you, Manny, for for taking the time to talk to me and, and, and sign this for me. Next, we uh, have the Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior at Madison Square Garden. Every month, the Madison Square Garden would have the best, best of the best uh, feuds, and it would play on Madison Square Garden Network. So you always had top talent playing there, and it started back in the late 70s with Bruno and then it continue on through the 80s with Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, oh, Jake the Snake Roberts, all the way on up to, I believe it was whew, 92, 93, when, when they stopped broadcasting out of there, uh, when the steroid scandal started happening. Next article is on a guy named Introducing Mando Clean. This guy ended up being, uh, we, we probably would remember as Damian Demento. Should the WWF fans trust rugged Ronnie Garvin? Very similar article to the one earlier about the Bushwhackers and that it talks about Ronnie Garvin's past and how he's been a heel in the past. And now that he's a face in the WWF, should he? Should the fans trust him? And, hey, you know, what Ronnie Garvin was a legend in my mind. I would always be a fan of his. Next article is about one of the Armstrong boys, Brad Armstrong, climbing back up the success ladder. This is uh, Road Dog's brother. Next you got... The official ratings. How cool is this? The as of this point, you know who the top wrestler in the top rated wrestler in this magazine was was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the NWA World Champion, followed by Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Barry Windham, Sting, Jerry Lawler, Ted DiBiase, and rounding out the top ten would be Kerry Von Eric Top tag teams: The Road Warriors, The Midnight Express, Demolition. Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond, the Varsity Club, the Powers of Pain, the Stud Stable, Kevin and Kerry Von Erich, the Brainbusters, and the Samoan SWAT team. How cool is that? You can check, check out some of these other, others out here. And if you look in the AWA, number four is my buddy Manny Fernandez. Thank you, Manny, for signing this. I, again, I, I thank you. I thank Tommy, Monty, Tharo. That was such a cool, cool night. Last thing I wanted to show is those WWF action figures. Aren't they cool? Uh somebody sent me a couple of the modern figures. I can't believe what these modern figures look like, how realistic they are. Don't get me wrong, I love my LJNs, and you know, one day I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start collecting them and, and put them up on one of these shelves uh in uh, in my office. But uh wow, really, really cool. Love them. Well, wanna give a thanks out there to everybody. Want to give a special thanks out to everybody who was there on Cinco de Mayo the the fans mike jimmy tommy manny uh val nick even eric and damien damien you were awesome eric you you were, you were you uh so we got we got some cool stuff coming up soon as you guys know but at this point i think it's time to tap out and i'm going to get out of here later guys